Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was on last Sunday's Face the Nation that U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley essentially announced tough sanctions, tough action against Russia in the wake of the U.S. airstrikes. So you will see that Russian uh, sanctions will be coming down. Uh, Secretary Mnuchin will be announcing those on Monday if he hasn't already. Those airstrikes, of course, against Syria, but it turned out the president was not approving new sanctions against Moscow, and his new economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, tried to explain the Haley snafu. She got ahead of the curve. She's done a great job. She's a very effective ambassador. Um, there might have been some momentary confusion about that. The ambassador offered a rather sharp response to Fox's Dana Perino. I was able to get in touch with Nikki Haley, and she said, quote, with all due respect, I don't get confused. Molly Hemingway, uh, the press kind of playing this as a personality infighting. Is it that? Is it overplayed? Or is it raised serious questions about how the White House handles foreign policy? I think it's very serious, but at the same time, the way that they described what Larry Kudlow said, I think, was unfair to him. By definition, she did get ahead of the curve because she announced sanctions that didn't take place. But the he question didn't is whether say, it was her fault. He didn't say that she right. was confused. He said there was some yeah. momentary confusion. I, right. think he, I think he was poorly served by the way people reported on it. But it absolutely is true that the policy obviously changed at some point. She did announce something that didn't happen. Right. So uh, there was something, there's something newsworthy. I wish that we could be more substantive about what happened there right. as opposed to just make it about a war between Kudlow and... Exactly. I mean, it seems to me that Nikki Haley was sent out with inaccurate or outdated information. But you worked at State. I mean, right. not unprecedented for you an ambassador to go on a Sunday show with an announcement that hasn't been fully vetted by the White House. Well, the reporting, though, showed that it had been vetted by the national security team, including at the White House, that it was after President Trump saw her appearance on the Sunday show that he said, wait a second, I don't actually want to do these sanctions. The policy changed in the next 24 hours. Right. We often talk about reporters who report on palace intrigue anonymously. This was one that spilled out very publicly and on the record. Kudlow had to apologize to her. But I think Molly's right. Substantively, it is more important that the president declined to put additional sanctions on Russia, even though clearly there had been, according to reporting, a decision made to do so. Right. There was, of course, the uh, Susan Rice incident in your administration, which we won't relitigate now. But the New York there Times. There were so many, Howie. What do there you were think? so many. <laughs> New York Times called this a remarkable display of discord involving larger questions of political ambition, jealousy, resentment, and loyalty. <laughs> um, now, the president uh, talked about the whole, his whole policy toward Russia and the media news conference. Let's take a quick look. There has been nobody tougher than me. With the media, no matter what I did, it's never tough enough, because that's their narrative. Well, all true. He's right. Well, it, it's, he, I think the president certainly has a point about the media narrative, isn't, no matter what he does on Russia, but you're saying it's all true that this is the toughest president in history when it comes to Russia? I mean, Ronald well, Reagan and the evil empire? Right. Well, he's been, he's been tough enough to not warrant the kind of criticism he's getting from the media. And that, that's the way I interpreted what he said, that they are being unfairly critical of the way he has responded to Russia because it's about the narrative of Trump and Russia collusion. And that has sort of thrown a shadow over, I think, 
some fairly tough policies against Russia since he's taken office. And I don't, you right, know. Well, well, you focus on the president's words. He usually speaks positively about Putin. Or right. The actions right. you have want to get right. into. And people really do are upset that he doesn't speak against the humanitarian abuses in Russia. But when you look at, he supported NATO expansion. He made NATO countries increase their defenses against, against Russia. He did missile defense in Poland. He, his, he's bombing Syria quite yeah, a bit. He attacked but Russian he took, mercenaries. But he took steps and to avoid were, Russians when he bombed Syria. And there I, were, no, actually, but, well, there, was, but there was a pretty brutal attack. Because he was Russian trying to avoid Russia, he's trying to avoid World War III. I mean, uh, you know. Avoiding World War III, I think, is a good thing. Let me just get a last question to Marie, yeah. former State Department spokeswoman. Mm -hmm. Big headlines now about Kim Jong-un halting uh, nuclear testing. Yep. Uh, there's some debate about how significant that is. That's but right. the press portrayed Donald Trump as a dangerous hothead when he was taunting Little Rocket Man and mm -hmm. so forth. He pulls off this secret Mike Pompeo mission to meet with Kim Jong-un until the Washington Post broke story. Does he now deserve some credit, at least for what's happened so far? Well, we'll see what comes out of this meeting, right? And we'll see if Mike Pompeo gets confirmed. I think that one of the reasons they leaked the Pompeo-North Korea meeting was to push his confirmation forward because they have been worried about getting the votes. Uh, brief comment. Uh, sure, we'll see what happens. There may be no deal with North Korea. It may not even be a meeting, but is the press giving Trump any credit for the I recent think, developments? You know, there's no question that this is so much different than what we saw from any of the previous four administrations. It is a tremendous feat. Much remains to be seen, and people need to be careful. But I don't think he's getting the credit. Nothing and particularly, what has he done? Oh, goodness. There has been so Got much done. There's been so much done just to get to this point, even at, that we're at these high level talks, which I we promise haven't we'll had continue since this. Kind of wrap it up. <laughs> Molly Hemingway, Susan Freeshow, Marie Harf, great to see you all this Thanks, Sunday. Guys. What does your morning sound like? Uh, goodbye, baby. <gasps> She's finally asleep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Mix and match two of your favorites for just $4. The Sausage McMuffin with Egg and the Sausage Egg and Cheese McGriddles. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.